Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hi, Dina. Hi, Melissa. Happy holidays and happy new year. Happy New Year! 2021 is upon us. It is. It's December 31st. And do you have any New Year's resolutions? Um, I don't know. I feel like over the years, like, I've never actually, like, set goals for myself and accomplished them. I remember as, like, a third grader realizing that, like, I never accomplished any of the goals I set for myself. So why even bother? So no, I don't really set goals because I just feel like I end up not fulfilling them. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I stopped setting goals, but I did start setting super attainable goals. So I remember like a couple of years ago, my goal was to see Beyonce in concert. Only goal, reach that. And I think that <laughs> maybe yeah. the only the only resolution that was ever fulfilled but I'm a fan of not setting goals. I like that. I like that idea of just like (laughs) making a goal, just sort of like something to do. Yeah, that you know you really want to do and it's possible. Yeah. I was thinking about setting the goal of like drinking more water. There's been a lot of TikToks about like the gallon of water where people are buying those ginormous water bottles and they have clear skin and there's less brain fog. But- I, I don't think I can reach it. Like I don't drink enough water. I'm just constantly dehydrated. I feel like I drink a shit ton of water and I still feel dehydrated and terrible most of the time. TikTok's lying to us. If you get that big gallon, I don't think you drink a gallon of water. Something about that makes me feel like anxious. Like I yeah. feel like I'd be like drowning in all the water. <laughs> yeah. And then the amount of times you would have to pee. Ugh. Oh, I don't like, I feel like I'm drowning right now. I don't even like thinking about it. <laughs> let's let's switch topics to a much happier topic. This is something I've absolutely loved on TikTok. And it's the best example of a brand actually understanding TikTok. So there was a girl a few months ago and I saw this video she posted. She says, Cheerios, if you're listening, please do this commercial. It's basically... In 1990 or 1999, there was a grandma and a baby, and the grandma puts out Cheerios and says, this Cheerio represents your uncle who lives here. This one represents this cousin who lives here. So the brilliant woman on TikTok was like, redo that for 2020, have the same grandma, have the same baby who's all grown up and make it COVID. Like we can't be together but we're always together and, you know, Cheerios are here to help that. Well, Cheerios listened and it is just so smart and they did it and they released it on TikTok in parts and it is just as good as the woman made it sound like it would be good. I love this. And this is, I feel like we, we've spoken before. There were a few examples where like some guy got fired. Was it like Sherwin Williams? Something um, like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, and there, there's been a few cases where it's like people were promoting brands completely organically, like no ads behind it, no motivation behind it. And the company 
was sort of like cease and desist like please right. stop doing that so and we were like this is absurd this is free publicity if anything they should hop on this wagon so I love that Cheerios took that approach of instead of being like hey don't talk about us they were like completely embrace it they created their own TikTok account and th- they sort of took this girl's idea and were like okay yeah let's do this I love it yeah and I love how people are so nice and supportive on TikTok and TikTok and most of the comments were basically you better be paying this girl for her her idea and they were just like kind of upset like did Cheerio steal the idea and Cheerios would be way too dumb to do that but so she commented back like yes they're paying me um oh I didn't know that that's amazing mm-hmm Good for her. Yeah. So everyone should check out Cheerios uh, TikTok and see how they're doing because I think they're they're going to blow up as a brand. Um, and I think they're just using TikTok in a really cool way. Yeah. They, even the, the videos they made were very simple, but like eye-catching. Perfect for TikTok. I just, I remember really, because we've spoken a lot about how celebrities and big brands they don't quite understand tiktok yet like the content they're producing is more maybe would work on instagram or facebook but tiktok is like a whole different beast and i really appreciated that i think cheerios smartly created content that does fit for tiktok they've most of their posts are high engagement posts they're like hey like you guys saw this video something's in the works, dot, dot, dot. What do you want to see? Like very, very uh, interactive with their followers, which is really smart. Yeah, absolutely. So this week we have an incredible guest. His name is Davis Burleson. He's 18 years old and had a meteoric rise on TikTok. And my favorite thing about him is he set out, he said, when he downloaded the app, he said, I want to be TikTok famous. And he figured it out. And he's so deserving. Like, I'm so happy that it's him who gets to appreciate this TikTok fame because he was so much fun to talk to. And one of the, one of the sweetest people. Agreed. And one of like, this is one of my favorite interviews we've done. I mean, they're all my favorites, but what I love in particular about this one is Davis is 18 years old and we talk about how like he grew up as the YouTube generation. And so there's all these YouTubers that he knows that are famous to him that we don't know. We, I don't know, we were like still cable TV generation, (laughs) maybe the last of it. And, And then he's talking about how now teenagers younger than him are like TikTok generation. So now they have TikTok stars. He had YouTube stars. We had TV and film stars, but it's, it was really interesting talking to him. And he has a great moment about halfway through the episode where he just explains all the YouTubers to us. He explains the James Charles drama. It's wonderful. I finally understand it all. He is such a gem. And this is just, it's, it's a really fun conversation that we have with him. Yeah, we can honestly go on and on all day about how fun this was and how amazing he is, but we'll just get to the interview. Here it is. Davis Burleson is an 18-year-old content creator on TikTok. He was born and raised in Houston, Texas, and recently moved to New York City to attend Parsons School of Design. He started making videos on TikTok in April of this year and has surpassed 
265,000 followers. His content includes comedy, point of views, impressions, and lifestyle. Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, Davis. Hello, how are you? We are good. We're so excited to have you. We are huge fans of your comment of your content. Um, and it's funny because you, I would say you're not too old for TikTok. I think you're the appropriate <laughs> age for TikTok. Um, we're in our 30s. But it's funny because, yeah, you just got on the app in April when actually like a lot of millennials joined the app. So I was curious to hear like your origin story, like what got you into TikTok as an 18 year old who maybe should have been on TikTok. Yeah, I started a little bit later than all my friends and everyone was like, you need to get on TikTok because this app is great. But all I knew was dancing TikTok. And I was like, I'm not really into dancing. That's not really my thing. I don't really care. Um, and then quarantine happened in March. I was like, I should download this app. Like, let's do it. So I downloaded it and I was like, okay, well, I kind of want to be famous on it. Like, I'll, I'll try. So I was like, let's do some dancing videos. Let's try. And so I literally thought I was going to be in the hype house. Obviously, that didn't work out. So um, you can't find the dancing videos anywhere because I took them all down because I'm so embarrassed. But um, so I started to like try new things. I was trying like all like the viral sounds and doing all this fun audios and stuff like that. Just trying to just trying to get my name out there, I guess. And it just wasn't working. So then I was like, what can I do that will make me stand out from other people? And I was just noticing that everyone was doing like trending audios and doing just stuff with text. And I was like, no one, I mean, people were, but not many people were doing a lot of talking videos, a lot of like um, comedy talking videos at the time. So I was like, let's try this. So I started doing that. It was going pretty well. It was doing fine. I got like 10K. And then um, in August, I did an impersonation of Jeffree Star, famous yeah. YouTuber, very controversial. Um, I just, I posted it, I saw somebody else doing a video of him and it was like making fun of his, um, his videos of Jeffree Star doing thumbnails. Like, and it was just a joke about him doing an apology video and what it would look like if he did a thumbnail afterwards. And I was like, I can do this Jeffree Star impression really well. I do it with my friends all the time. They always tell me I'm so good at it, let's do it. So I just randomly put on a robe like a Jeffree Star would. I put on a robe and I just started recording and I was like, let's do tapping through Jeffree Star's snap stories oh, because yeah. he goes on Snapchat for hours and he talks just for so long. And I remember always just tapping through because I don't really care. So <laughs> I was like, let's just, let's just do an impersonation. So I did that. Good morning. And really hard out there. Emma, I'm gonna take the dogs on a Taylor. Have I made mistakes in the past? Mama Mitchell's coming. Messed up world out there. Glam done. You really gonna play me like Taco Bell? Exciting things come. New YouTube video. Awesome everything. Just getting really set. Free Star Cosmetics. Girl, I said things in the past that I have the receipts and I will go there. Praying that we all. Just going through a lot right now. Daddy, daddy, can you, can you do? Hold me back. Okay. I uploaded it and then like right away within that day, it got like 400,000 likes and I got like 30K on the app and I was like, okay, this is this is really cool. Um, and so I started doing that. What was really interesting is I posted that the next day, my family and I were driving to Colorado because we were going on a little family trip. We drive there and I'm in the mountains and Jeffree Star is from Calabasas. His mountains are there um, oh in Calabasas. So I'm like, I could use the mountains as like, this yeah. is such a good thing that's happening. So I started using the mountains as my background. I started doing Jeffree Star for like a full week every day. And then every single one got like millions of views, which was crazy. So that's what got me my followers, which was so cool. And so now um, after the Jeffree thing kind of like dialed down a few weeks after I started to do more comedy videos, a lot of POVs, impressions of other different people. And then also I started to, I moved to New York in August, which I feel like also helped me a lot because who doesn't want to live in New York? Everyone loves New York. New York content thrives on TikTok, yes. hashtag yeah. NYC. 
Um, <laughs> it's amazing. So that really helped me as well. Yeah, we're going to get into uh, Jeffree Star later when we talk about kind of beauty and fashion. Um, I was introduced to Jeffree Star, honestly, because of your TikToks. Like, I am so old. I did not know who he was. Like, Melissa's like, do you know who this Jeffree Star character is? And I was like, was he a lawyer in like the OJ Simpson case? Like, I was like, I literally had no idea. And then bringing up, I was like, oh, I remember hearing things about him. But even not knowing who Jeffree Star is, your TikToks are still so funny. Yeah, and what I love you. about your TikTok page is you do the Jeffree Star impression, but you also, you have such a wide range of content that you do, whether it's a day in the life vlog and people, I think really got to know your personality as well as you being a hilarious like person who does impressions. So what, you know, do you have a feel right now for what will go viral? And I, I guess for listeners who don't know your content, like how would you explain your, your content? Um, I would explain my content as very, um, very always I'm talking, usually I'm never using audios. I usually do point of views, pretty much always comedy is involved, funny in any way, shape or form. I try at least. Um, and then just lifestyle. I like to show my life and Dana lives and stuff like that. Um, that's my content. But now you ask me, uh, do I know how to make a viral video or do I know if something's going to go viral? Um, I feel like actually like this month or the past two months, I've kind of gotten like the hang of it of like, I can have a, a, a deep down feeling whether or not a video is going to go viral or not. Um, and I think I just know if uh, the main thing for me is if somebody tags their friends or people are sending it to their friends or tagging their friends and saying like, this is us or like, this is so me. Mm -hmm. That's when I know that it's really good. Like all my trending videos that I've done really, really, really well have been from people tagging their friends. Like that's what the majority of the comments, that's that's when I know that it's gonna do a great, great video. Um, and then also just, I something that I've also started doing is um, I edit most of my videos on iMovie instead of the TikTok app because there's not much you can do with the TikTok app. It makes me really frustrated. Um, so I just, I record on my camera, um, on my phone, and then I just upload it to iMovie, edit on that. I spend like, two to three hours editing each video. Like I took, cause I have so much footage cause I like to talk. I can literally talk to a wall. Um, so I just, I just talk, 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 talk and I have to edit it all out. But after it's all worth it because I love, I love it. It's so fun. <laughs> oh yeah, we, it's funny because, so yes, you're 18, we're early thirties. And so we- Early. <laughs> um, so we both went to NYU like the whole like being 18 and living in New York City, the greatest thing in the world. Like, and yeah. I, it's funny because watching your content, even though we're like 10 plus years age difference, I can identify with everything you're doing right now. Like both, like that's, that's how this started is I, exactly like you're saying, people share your content. I saw your video of that girl in the Uber. <laughs> and I was just, I sent it to our whole group chat and I was like, um, this was us. Like. <laughs> We were in a sorority at NYU for some unknown reason, um, but it was all just like a bunch of like obnoxious girls. We would all try to squeeze into a cab when like the cabbie was like, you can't all fit in here. Like don't sit on each other's laps. We all had water bottles filled with who knows what. And I was just like, oh my God, it's crazy how like nothing's changed over year over the years. And also like so many people like this is what TikTok has shown me people just have the same experiences in life and it's sort of beautiful I think like there's so much that brings us together that makes every human being relatable to each other that like 
I would not have known if it weren't for TikTok. Yeah, so much has changed, but also so much is the same. Like exactly, like you had taxi drivers, we have Uber drivers. Yeah, right. it's, like, <laughs> it's the same, but it's a little bit different. And <laughs> we have Bluetooth, you guys had an aux cord. Like, <laughs> um, it's 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 really fun. And the Uber yeah. video, which which and that girl, my that girl series is really really fun for me because they're my friends and that girl is kind of me sometimes. So I feel like I can relate to this character very, very well. Her name is Catherine, her drunk name is Sandra. She's great, she's like my best friend. Um, she's all my friends in general, but I love her. And that that girl in the Uber was definitely a relatable, relatable video. I could tell, I was like, this is, he's doing this out of love. Like, I don't think yes. this is you making fun of this person. No. I think this is you sort of being this person. Yes, people were like, people were telling, commenting like, oh, you're making fun of girls now. You're making fun of this. I'm like, this is not, this is not poking fun. This is actually an appreciation because if we didn't have this girl at the party, she, the party wouldn't be fun without her. Um, <laughs> the party can't go on without this girl. Yes. Dina, is. you did one where the girl was like, everybody drink. Is everyone drinking? We're playing a drinking game. That's Dina at every party. <laughs> yeah, that was that girl at the pregame. Yeah, we always need her to hype us up. Going, you know. Who's ready to party? in New York. I'm on the West Coast now and I miss it so much. And it's like, I love living vicariously through your, but I have two bones to pick with you. So my biggest okay. thing since leaving New York is the bagels because the bagels in New York are the best in the world and they exist nowhere else. Okay. But here's the thing. <laughs> do you already know where I'm going with this? You I do know. Have, I know. You have a bagel every morning. I do. And I'm pretty sure it's just like a store-bought bagel from Trader <laughs> Joe's. And, and it's a plain bagel. Yes. And then you put cream cheese on, but you put everything but the bagel seasoning on top. So, okay, here are my two problems. <laughs> why don't you just get an everything bagel, number one. Okay. And number two, why in the world would you eat a store-bought Trader Joe's bagel when you live in New York City. Just go downstairs, get a bagel with tofuti. You can do vegan cream cheese. They do it. So I need these questions answered. Okay, I have all the answers. So I have never had bagels in my life. Like it wasn't something that I'm used to. So I've never had them. I think the first time I tried a bagel was actually when I moved to New York because I was like, everyone has bagels. Bagels are so fun. Like it's just easy, like whatever. I don't really know. So I'm not a bagel connoisseur. I don't have a, I don't have a strong like 
<laughs> dedication to the bagel, you know? So whenever I got to New York, I was in Trader Joe's and I saw everything but the bagel bagels, like with the seasoning on the bagel. And I was like, oh, this is so good. I love everything but the bagel seasoning. I'm going to get it. So I bought that. I started using it with the vegan cream cheese. And then it would just kind of get all over everywhere, like all over my fingers, all the seasoning would fall off. And I felt like I wasn't getting the flavor that I really deserved, you know, like I didn't taste much, you know, <laughs> except for like, I, I could feel the sesame seeds, you know. That's so, actually fair. I, I know where you're coming from. I agree with you. <laughs> but also something that's really funny is I get roasted for it every single time. And <laughs> you guys are not going to like this, but... I don't toast my bagel. <laughs> That's okay. I think New York bagels are super trash. No, it's so. okay. What do you yeah. think? It's okay if you go to a delicious bagel store right. in New York and they're and fresh, fresh bagels. I don't think it's okay Warm. if you're eating a store-bought <laughs> bagel. Trader Joe's. I warm up the bagel. Is that okay? I put it in the microwave before I put the cream cheese on it. This is weird. I know. I, it's weird because I, I don't know why. <laughs> I just like it. <laughs> I'm happy with it, so <laughs> but I should go. I should I need to start buying bagels, fresh bagels. I need to start doing that. We can send you a list of the top bagel places. Yes, please. And you can do a bagel tour. You'll love it. But I think it's the seasoning. Yes, I understand the seasoning. You went to Bagel Bob's once, I think I heard this. I did. So keep going there. <laughs> okay, well, at Bagel Bob's, um, don't kill me, but I didn't get a bagel because I had one earlier that morning. I just got a coffee. Oh, no. <laughs> My friend got a bagel. <laughs> I, the thing is, I like, okay, I'm from Florida. I'm not from New York originally. So it was the same deal. Like when I first moved to New York, I wasn't like a bagel, the bagel asshole that I am now. But after living in New York for years and then leaving, like now I just, it's, the one thing I can be very judgmental about. I'm like, you have to appreciate the bagels in New York because they don't exist elsewhere. So, but I'm, I understand that everything, thank you for clearing that up, but I, I must, supporting me. I, I must encourage you. Like there's also just that culture of New York where like you go downstairs, you grab a bagel, they put like a pound of cream cheese on it. It's like ridiculous. And then you just like walk while you're eating a bagel. Like that's part of the New York life too, that I miss a lot. Yeah. And but I need I like to incorporate that. that into my life. I'll do that. Soon. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that's the one thing that'll make Melissa move back to New York is when yes. she eats bagels enough. I'll start putting those in the day in the lives just for you, Melissa. Oh, I would love that. That would bring me so much joy. <laughs> Another thing I noticed about your day in the life is that you go to News Bar Cafe. And in, okay, well, while we were at NYU, our very good friend worked at News Bar Cafe. So this is I, how, like 12 years ago. And a fun story is, so people would lose their ID all the time there. And so she would then bring the IDs for all of her friends to basically have fake IDs. To oh, my God. Over 21. So we just had a plethora of just fake IDs from News Bar Cafe. I never got the food there. I would get coffee and stuff there. But fake IDs galore. So that was the That's amazing. That's <laughs> yeah, a so great check, idea. Check the floor if you need, if you need a 21 yeah, ID. Look around. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I love News Bar Cafe and it's right where I, right by where I live. So I go there all the time. I'm like, they're, I've given them so much promotion. It's actually every single video. I think they're in it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they, yeah. one, time, one time, somebody that runs the Instagram account for News Bar, like saw, saw me on their For You page. 
and they like posted me on their Instagram story and they were like, thanks for coming. Come again. And I was like, you guys know I'll be back. I go every day. So. <laughs> you coffee. Wow. I know. I was like, if you, if you want me to try all your pastries, I'll definitely post about you. Know I mean? like, <laughs> I'll promote as much as you want me to. I'll still keep promoting even if I have to pay, you know? <laughs> An exciting day in my life in New York City. First, I woke up, did a fake yawn, took a shower, put on some blush, made some coffee because I live off caffeine. Then I got dressed for the day. I looked so good and went to Trader Joe's to get my groceries for the week. After that, I got on the subway, walked through Central Park, and met up with Dr. Jody and Audrey at the Orange Trite Group. Dr. Jody is clearing up his acne because it needs to go. She gave me some goodies that are perfect match for my skin. I had lunch at News Bar Cafe. Shocking, I know. Came home and put on my new jeans from All Day Denim. These jeans are so comfortable, stretchy, and fit me so well. I'm obsessed. I look so good. The Empire State Building invited me and some other TikTokers on a private tour to look at the new renovations. Pinch me now. I couldn't believe I was here, and it's all because of you guys, so thank you so, so, so much. We finished our night at Gelso and Grand. The food was amazing, and I had the best time being with everyone. Good night, guys. So I noticed that in a lot of your TikTok videos now, you've met other TikTokers. You had a video at the Empire State Building with uh, Audrey Peters and Serena, who's Glam Demon, who I love both of them. My question is, did you guys meet through TikTok and has TikTok, like, have your TikTok friends become real life friends? How does that work? Um, yeah. So I, my best friend on TikTok is Audrey Peters. I, I adored her in like March, April, May. I loved her. And then yeah. in August, she followed me back and I, and I was like freaking out. I was like, I messaged her. I was like, oh my God, I love you. I can't believe this is happening right now. And then she was like, oh my God, hi. Like I was like, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying not to fangirl right now, but I actually am obsessed with you. So she was like, oh my God, she was so chill. She was like, hi, oh my God, thank you so much. Like, what's your number? Whatever. Um, and so I was like, oh my God, like, this is <laughs> so this. crazy. I don't, what is my life right now? I kept asking myself that. Yeah. Um, and then we started texting and then she was like, let's go get coffee. And I, and I was like, okay, this is great. And I was like, I thought this was going to be a 20 minute coffee date, you know, like just going to be easy, like nothing, nothing big. We sat there for an hour and 45 minutes talking the whole time. And then ever since then, we've been really, really good friends. We hang out all the time, post all together. But um, TikTok friends in general, like with Glam Demon. Glam Demon, I just met her at the Empire State Building for that video. We all got invited to go by the Empire State Building, which was oh, nuts. Cool. Yeah. When I got the email, <laughs> when I got the email for that, it was like Davis X. The subject was Davis X Empire State Building. And I was like, this can't be real right now. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and they gave us like three they gave us like three options. So like, what do you want to do if you want to come see your new renovations? Do you want to have a private tour? One, two, you can come um early in the morning no one will really be there or like three you can come at night and no one will really be there and we're like let's do the private tour with all the tiktokers all together like let's do yeah. that so me audrey serena clara janover and mark sebastian we all went it was so fun got our content and it was amazing um but tiktok friends in general um audrey is pretty much my only in-person tiktok friend that i have but i have so many mutuals like everyone i follow pretty much follows me back and we all message and stuff and it's fun we all snapchat but like a lot of people aren't in new york um but yeah the tiktok all the everyone on tiktok is so incredibly nice it's actually crazy yeah that's what i love about tiktok and i was seeing audrey videos in back in february march as well and i love her she commented on one of my videos and i also no. freaked out i was like oh my god this is a sign i've made it and it's like yes. one viral video about like Dwayne reeds in new york but <laughs> <laughs> What about Dwayne, Dwayne Reed's in New York? I, I rated Dwayne Reed's in New York. So oh, I could relate to my ratings and my experiences <laughs> at the Dwayne Reed's. Yeah, that's a good one. So what, um, what are you studying? You're at Parsons, right? 
I am at Parsons. I'm studying photography right now. Ooh. And I haven't started because all the freshmen just do all the same classes to like get get to know the school, I guess. So I'm doing all these art classes and I'm not an artist. So I cry very often about oh. doing drawing and sketches and painting and all and sculpting and plaster and clay, oh all the stuff that I've never done before. And they expect me to be you know, a pro and I'm not. So especially doing it online, it's not easy either doing art in like a little dorm room desk. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to sculpt clay. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I was going to ask that too. How are you like, what is school like? You started college during the pandemic. How is that? I know. It's weird. I mean, I wake up every day in my bed and then I just walk to my desk and I, I, I'm one of the only few that actually sit at the desk. Everyone's just in their bed, but I'm like, I don't need to be a real college student at my desk. <laughs> yeah. It'd be cool, but uh, I need to make it feel like the real deal if I'm paying this much. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's weird in the pandemic uh, because I haven't got to meet any one of my classes. Every single person pretty much isn't in New York. We got an option to do it like we could not go to New York or we could. Um, so I chose to live in the dorms and, and go because I wanted to be in New York in general. But um, a lot of people are like, 50% uh, of Parsons is international students. So um, most of my, my classmates are like in China and Philippines and like all over. It's, it's really cool. Wow. But I wish I could meet them. <laughs> well, yeah, that time difference might, must be so tough yeah, for them. Some of them are like, yeah, it's 1 a.m. for me. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me. I studied film at NYU uh, to be like a director producer, but uh, they made me take acting classes and I would go home and cry because I'm not a in front of the camera person at all. So like, oh, I would kill for an acting class. Oh God, no, it was, oh, it was like my worst nightmare. So I feel your pain with having to do art, not as an artist. When you came to TikTok, I know you were mentioning that you wanted to be TikTok famous as a kind of joke, but did you kind of strategize around it? And right now that you are TikTok famous, do you have an ultimate goal? Absolutely, I strategized. I mean, like in March, I had, I mean, in April, I, I like downloaded it in March, got used to the app. And April is when I really started. And I was like, I'm going to make this my job for the next however long, whatever I need to do to become TikTok famous. So I would wake up every day and make my coffee and create like three, I was out, I, I was like three videos a day is good, three to five. So I would post three videos a day and do that. And it was kind of like my strategy that I did. And then like every so often, like once a week, I would have one that would do pretty well. Um, and then, I would say in August, whenever it started doing, like my account started doing really well, it was like, okay, I need to really focus on this and like figure out what I want, what do I want my content to be? Because at that point I was just kind of doing whatever, whatever, get, whatever made me trending. You know what I mean? I would do some things that were controversial that I wouldn't say now, but because <laughs> I didn't have a platform, I could say whatever I wanted without any backlash. But now I'm like, oh, I can't say that anymore, but you know. <laughs> That is really interesting. So do you feel like you're kind of more censored now that you have a, a bigger following? Yes, definitely. I'm very cautious. What I said before, like wasn't stuff. It was just like, now like one of my like rules is that I don't talk about other creators. Like I just don't make any videos about them. Um, because it's just, I don't know, I don't feel like it's nice. I don't know. <laughs> but I used to make videos like making fun of Addison Ray just for fun because people love to make fun of other people, like people in the hype right. house and people like really popular TikTokers, people love to make fun of them. 
Um, so I started doing that and they did pretty well, but like, but now I'm just like, no, not doing that. So, but I actually did break my rule a couple of weeks ago and made a video about Khaled Emilio. Yes, I saw um, that one. <laughs> and I lost 300 followers for that. And really? I was like, see, my lesson. I'm not talking about creators anymore. Well, oh my I, read, I read the comments in that video and you, it, I mean, to me, when I watched the video, I was like, this is clearly a joke. It's hilarious. But in the comments, people thought you were serious. And it, yeah, people were just taking themselves way too seriously. But I'm glad you made that video. It made me laugh. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I was, I thought it was really funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what is your for you page look like? My for you page, um, it's very interesting because I like, I feel like some of the content doesn't really resonate with me, but like, whatever. Um, I get a lot of um, like Amazon fashion kind of stuff, but it's female fashion. I don't know why, but I mean, it's interesting. The girls are beautiful. Um, but I watch those. And then obviously lots of lots of New York content, a lot of day in the lives and stuff like that. And then also it's just a lot of people that I follow for some reason. Um, like I don't really see that many videos from people that I don't follow <laughs> and like new videos. And then also just always random dogs popping up all the time. Um, yeah. Lots of fuzzy dogs. And then lots of Nicki Minaj, lots of Noah Miller, hmm. um, lots of comedy stuff. Yeah. And I know you get a lot of comments that you look like Jamie Lee Curtis or Gordon Ramsay. I know your, your picture on TikTok is of Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Was that because your followers just kept saying like, you look like the so-and-so? Yeah, that was the Jamie Lee Curtis thing was actually like in may it, like when i had like three thousand followers somebody commented one time i was like you look like jamie lee curtis and i was like ha 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 i'm gonna make it my profile photo um and then i made a video like reacting to it and i did like side by sides of me and her like recreating her photos and then ever since then it's just been my profile picture um i don't know if i should change it or not i think it's kind of iconic because so many people sometimes i'll comment on like random videos on my for you page and be like like i'll say something and then people like that don't know who i am i'll be like your profile picture, I'm dead. Like, who are you? Like, I'm like, I don't know who I am really. This Jamie Lee Curtis, I look like her. I don't know. But I feel like I, look, I don't really look like Jamie Lee Curtis, I feel. But Gordon Ramsay, I see, like, I see it so well. <laughs> Definitely. Do you cook? Are you a good chef? No, I do not cook. I don't have patience for that. <laughs> I would love to cook, though. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> I really don't. I feel like everyone I know that lives in New York City is into great cook because yeah why just go yeah. out yeah yeah if you only see my daily lives i've never cooked the only thing i've ever done in the kitchen is make a bagel and make coffee yeah <laughs> yeah i don't think i ever cooked in college i even like a year after i don't think i like bought food to make it was always just like snacks i see oh we have like very similar trader joe's meals i'm like stalking oh. you but like the like the granola cereal that's like oh uh, i lived off of that at like yeah. age 20 <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i love that granola cereal i like stick my spoon in it and i'm like mm. Like, <laughs> like, don't even need a bowl. I'm just like, no yeah. one else is going to eat it. I'm like, I can do this if I want to. Um, and I just live off frozen meals as well. Right. <laughs> Always. Yes. So each week we talk about a side of TikTok. So we thought it'd be great to talk about fashion and beauty TikTok with you. We always see you at thrift shops and, you know, shopping. And you can see that Melissa and I are wearing black, like hooded sweatshirts right now. So we're like the least fashionable human beings. So selfishly, we would love to get tips from you. Yeah. And um, so we, we want to talk about a few creators. And um, 
The first one I wanted to mention was Nabella. Oh, I love Nabella. I love her too. And I don't know if you'd consider her in like the fashion beauty character uh, category, but I kind of do because I actually saw she is now supporting Selena Gomez's makeup Ooh. and beauty brand. And her videos are just so stylized and beautiful. And she talks about body positivity. So I was wondering if you knew of her and, you know, anyone like that, that you think is good with fashion beauty. I I've loved Nabella. I love her videos. Um, they like bring me so much joy and just so much. It's their video. Her videos are so pure and I love her husband. They're great. And I, uh, I like how her videos are very um, like professionally made. I love a professional video that's not edited on TikTok. Um, like I just love it. I think it's so cool that people like put the time and effort, like treat it like a YouTube channel. I think it's always fun when people yeah. do that. Um, Cause it just shows like more effort. And I love when people put lots of effort. Um, and I love Nabella. She's great. She actually got a lot of hate um, a couple months ago about people making fun of her kind of like pockets of peace videos because people were saying, I don't know what people were saying. People were making parodies of it. Right. Um, and so she actually stopped posting for like two weeks. She said that she couldn't take it anymore, which made me so sad because I personally loved her video. I still do. I love her video so much. Um, but she's back and better than ever. So I'm proud of her for bouncing back. But I also, I, my favorite fashion slash beauty creator is Brittany Xavier. I don't know if y'all have heard of her. She um, was a blogger. Like she's been a blogger since like 2013. Like she's been a blogger for a long time, already famous before TikTok. Then when TikTok started popping off, she got on it and used her daughter as kind of like her little sidekick and so her her and her daughter are like in every video together do like mother daughter outfits and then now her husband's involved too so it's like husband mother daughter they're a huge just content family um and i just love her videos and what's cool about her is that she um works she since she was already a blogger and already famous that she gets to work with these designer brands frequently so she's like doing sponsorships for like chanel and dior on tiktok and i'm like okay Brittany, this is cool i don't see stuff like this i just love her videos and she also does not edit on the tiktok app she edits on iMovie, which is great <laughs> but it's funny you mentioned like the youtuber generation i so we were me and dina were talking about this in preparation to talk to you because i was like okay davis mentions a lot of people that like I don't know who they are, but they're clearly famous. And then like when I went to Google all of them, like most of them are like, yeah, YouTube stars from like when we were, I think we were like in our 20s by then. So we were like miserable working 12 hours a day, no longer (laughs) watching YouTube, sadly. Um, But okay, because I was going to ask you like, yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of, I like pulled out some names like Tana Mongo. Am I pronouncing that right? Oh, Tana Mojo. Tana oh, Mo- my gosh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know this girl. Tana Mojo. Oh, my God. This is what oh, happens I when I her. just, like, Google people and I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tana Mojo is kind of a hard one to pronounce. She, she's great. Tana follows me. We're mutuals. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And she, yeah. she, is she, she's, like, fashion and beauty, too? Is she, was she um, a Tana, she's a YouTuber. She got famous for her story times a couple, like, six years ago. Her oh. crazy story like one of her most popular ones is I got effed by a, a toothbrush that was the title of the video um it's like her most viewed video it was actually crazy um but she does she's she, she kind of does anything she wants to she does fashion she married Jake Paul for for like publicity reasons she she she's great she's really funny <laughs> oh my gosh I love this and then and is ta- Tati is a 
a makeup person, right? I know she there was like Talk a lot of controversy yeah. with her oh, and James yes. Charles, right? Yes. And then there I and then like paper on this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need that. Like I need you to give me like a I research paper. <laughs> who these people are. Because then yeah, and then the Jeffree Star. Like it started with Obviously. that. And then I was like, okay. Yes. So that's why I was putting together that a lot of these people were maybe like beauty bloggers. Yes. Know. But are they on TikTok? Um, some of them are, some of them are. Like Tati's not, Tana is, Jeffrey was not yeah, really. He, I, he just like he posted like maybe six videos and he yeah. stopped. Yeah. I know. I want him to see me so badly. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so good. Because I'm at the top of the hashtag Jeffree Star hashtag. Like my videos are there if he clicks it. And he's done a video in the past, like reacting to TikToks about me. So if he were to ever do a part two of that, he would see me. He would have to. I don't yeah. know if he would include me, but he would see me. Um, but a lot of YouTubers, like, I feel like a lot of my friends, actually, like, we all loved YouTube. I love YouTube growing up. That's why I'm so, like, passionate about YouTubers and stuff. Because mm-hmm. that was my, like, TikTok for the kids now, I, I guess. That. Like, yeah. I like I feel like my YouTubers that I loved are, like, the kids, like, hype house people now. I yeah. feel like. Like, I love my YouTubers that I watched growing up. Like, I still do. I think they're great. But a lot of them, like... Um, a lot of my friends are saying that like they don't watch YouTube anymore. No one really watches YouTube anymore. People do, but like it's not as popular. So I feel like a lot of YouTubers are like starting to transfer over to TikTok. Um, like Tana Mojo is doing that. She just she does great on both platforms. Emma Chamberlain does it. Emma Chamberlain's amazing. That was her. another one I had on my list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she commented on my, on my video one time and she agreed with me about how I hate the way like when you peel a banana, there's like that like strand, like <laughs> little string. <laughs> Yeah, I hate that I string. Hate that string, yeah. uh, it makes me cringe. I hate it. And Emma <laughs> agreed with me. She said thank you, and then she talked about it on her podcast. And I was like, Oh my god! Uh. Yeah, so, so that was great. Cool. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Can you actually explain to us? I know you said you could write a paper on it, James Charles, and your thoughts on James <laughs> and Jeffrey and Tati and any controversy there. Yeah. So this whole controversy includes Tati Westbrook, Shane Dawson, Jeffrey Star. And James Charles, um, Coachella, I think two years ago, um, something happened with this hair bear kind of brand had all these VIP passes to, um, or no, artist passes, which there's artist VIP in general. Artists is like you get front row, you get to be with all the celebrities. It's like a huge deal if you get an artist pass. And James Charles, like obviously really wanted an artist pass, but that was the only way he get he could get it through Sugar Bear Hair. Tati Westbrook, James and Tati were like best friends. Tati has another a brand that competes with Sugar Bear Hair, like number one computer, like huge, like they're like back to back, like huge computers. Um, and James Charles, in order to get the artist pass from Sugar Bear Hair, the number one competitor of Tati, he had to post about Sugar Bear Hair, promoting it. Um, And James Charles wanted the artist artist pass so badly that he did it. Um, And Tati was not happy about it um, and said that he wasn't a real friend, all this kind of stuff, and made all these videos about it. And then just not only just about that controversy, controversy, but went into all the other stuff that James has supposedly done. Um, He had like, done some stuff to a waiter one time he had hooked up with straight boys i don't even know there's so much stuff you can watch that she has a whole like 45 minute video about everything james charles has done wrong so when that happened everyone was like we hate you james like everyone canceled james um i was literally in my yearbook class in second period like this one morning like morning after waking up about this whole drama and i had um what is it it's called like a uh, social blade i was on social blade and it shows like the follower count of like of people you can click and watch a live follower count watch James Charles 
it's just it's plummeting downhill wow. <laughs> like he started at like he had like 19 million or something at or 17 million and it was going down he like like lost like like 3 million uh subscribers or something crazy like that Whoa. um so that all happened and then james made it like a comeback video um and then he like kind of proving what every everything that tati said was wrong um, and so then everyone was like, Team James. Um, <laughs> and then everyone started unfollowing Tati. Everyone started following James again. It was kind of like back and forth. And then and, and that kind of ended. And then this year, kind of in May or early June, Tati made another video exposing Shane Dawson and James Charles and Jeffree Star all together, just exposing them all. Um, I don't really, that one, I'm not as familiar with this whole thing because at that time I was just like, so focused on TikTok, I didn't have time to care about the YouTube scene. Um, but but basically, all that happened. Nobody likes Shane Dawson anymore, and nobody likes Jeffrey Star. But everyone loves James Charles. Yeah. James Charles ended up on top. Yeah, it's it's so interesting because I think mine and Melissa's kind of introduction to James Charles was watching the Demilio family dinner, which was oh, so really? controversial. It's the yes. video that you made. You know, we're making fun of how she lost followers, and we we were like, oh, this James Charles is great because he actually saved the video because he was the only one who was actually good on camera so yeah. then well you know we started saying that and people were like oh you don't know his history yeah, yeah. Asked, and we're like oh he seemed great like, like i don't know based <laughs> off that one episode he was the only one yeah. with like charisma i think james has learned he's grown i think he's kind of done with his whole uh, co uh controversy phase that he was going through because there was like it was like months like months yeah. on, after months after months he was going through con so many so many scandals he had like merch that came out like about his scandals like <laughs> like he he had a oh lot um but now uh james charles is everyone loves him now he's great um mm -hmm. but like what's also really cool is he was started on youtube and he has like 20 million on YouTube and now he, he has 20 million on YouTube and then he started TikTok. Now he has 30 million on TikTok. He has more followers on TikTok than he does on YouTube, which is his main platform, which is crazy. Crazy. Okay. Any other like fashion or beauty people that we should follow because we need help? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so you guys both did NYU. You know the New York scene. You love that. Um, Kate Bartlett, she's one of my good friends. I'm actually friends with her. She's from TikTok. Um, she does fashion videos and she lives in New York. She goes to FIT. She's living every girl's dream. <laughs> you know, like all of her comments are like, oh, to have this life. And I'm yeah. like, I want Kate's life too. She's, she's amazing. <laughs> um, but she does a lot of like Amazon dupes and stuff. So like how to get nice things for cheap because who doesn't love that like Prada boots like dupes and Bottega Veneta bags dupes those kind of stuff oh, it's amazing cool. um and then she also just does what I spend in a day in New York City which is really interesting mm. so she shows exactly how much she spends in a day I personally wouldn't do that because <laughs> um people always get mad about how much right. money I spend in my videos yeah. so, so I couldn't but I feel um, like there's she, no winning on that like anybody yeah, who's no posted winning. a here's what I'm spending somebody has some problem yeah. with it yeah yeah I don't even show how much I spend I just show what I eat and what I buy but people get mad. Um, but yeah, Kate Bartlett's amazing. Um, I've met her several times. She's great. I love her. Oh, cool. Um, and also, he's in beauty. And he started to do fashion now, which is great. I love him. He got a stylist, which really helped him out. And his Instagram photos and stuff, he shows his fashion. So cool. I love him. Who was that? That was James Charles. Oh, James. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, besides beauty and fashion, do you have, who are some of your favorite comedy TikTokers or just TikTokers in general? My favorite, favorite TikToker is Noah Miller and Mills One. Have you guys heard of him? 
I've heard of him. Isn't he like in a hype house or no? No, no, he's in a false hype house. Noah Beck, yeah, Noah Miller. Oh, Noah Beck is who I'm thinking of, yeah. Noah Miller, if I saw him, maybe maybe I'd recognize him. He would. He's like the leader of alt TikTok. He's great. He has that curly little, everyone calls him like ramen hair because he has the curly. (gasps) Yes. Yes. You've seen him. Okay. Yes. Um, He's hilarious. And what's funny about him is I saw him in like, I don't I like April when he started making videos and he had like 6,000 followers. And I was like, this guy's funny. I like him. Uh, so I followed him and I like literally have a DM of me. I like, don't DM people ever, but like I was so passionate about him. I was like, he is hilarious. And I DM'd him and I was like, hey, just letting you know, I'd never DM people, but I just got to say that you are so talented and I cannot wait to see you grow. Yeah. And now he has like 3.2 million followers or something crazy like that. I'm like, <laughs> I guess you could say I'm like a talent researcher or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. You caught him <laughs> yes. early and you just knew raw talent. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. That's I feel like that's what's been exciting about us doing this podcast too. Like that's what it started us just talking about like what we were seeing on our For You page. And the two of us were like, wait, TikTok's amazing. Why do people only talk about like random teenagers dancing? There's so much great content on here. People got to know. But then it was so cool, like when we started posting our favorite creators and videos, they responded, just like you're saying, like people were way more accessible than we realized. And then we were like, wait, let's start interviewing these people. Like, this is so cool. So yeah, it's, there's like a lot of cool stuff like that that's been happening through the platform. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's crazy how like, as like from a creator standpoint, like I, I pretty much see everything, you know what I mean? Like if somebody DMs me, I'll see it. If somebody like messages me on TikTok, I'll probably see it. Like the comment section, sometimes I'll see, sometimes like I don't read all of them, but like, you know, if it's like a smaller video, I'll read all of them, but like a bigger one, I can't read that many, but um, but people like don't think that I can see anything. So like they'll comment, like I made a video one time, it was like somebody having her and her friend having like a whole conversation about me in a video, like a whole thread. And I just like read the whole thing and I made a video responding to it because it was really funny. I loved <laughs> this video, but I love this comment because I made a whole video about it because it was hilarious. This girl comment, she goes, I want this Lige. She's, she spelled life wrong. <laughs> um, and then uh, it was like a day in life video. And then her she tagged her friend and then her friend responds with, nah, Loki seems boring. And then, and then the girl that said that she wanted my life, she said that she wanted my life. She comments back and says, yeah, I guess you're right. So she did, she flipped. She completely flipped on me. And then, so I made a video about it and I go, I like screenshot it. I showed the comments and I was like, this girl did a full 180. She completely switched on me. I'm so mad. Um, and all of my followers went to her account and started like commenting Lige all over her account because she spelled Lige wrong. And like, it was like, I went to her video and it was like, Lige, 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 Lige. Everyone was so, like, I was like, oh my God, I don't want her to have hate, but like, this is actually really funny. And I think it's it's like, it's like out of fun. It's like funny, Um, but that was really funny. (laughs) I love that you have a Davis army basically now. Yeah. (laughs) I need a fan base name, the Davis army. I like that. That is so great. All right. So now we're going to run through, we call it the lightning round. It's sort of just like a hodgepodge of questions um, that we're going to throw at you. So this episode, I think is going to air December 31st. So it'll be New Year's Eve. So we have some New Year's, some 2021 questions in here. Nice little hodgepodge of stuff. All right. Amazing. Okay. First question what is your new year's resolution my new year's resolution is to 
Um, not stress out that much about TikTok. Uh, like it's not like that serious. Like have have more fun with it. Uh, that because I feel like like as of recently, I've started to like kind of treat it. It's not as fun for me anymore because I'm like so focused on like mm-hmm. will this go? Will this do well? Will this not? I just want to have more fun on it and not be like so obligated to post like certain kind of content because I feel like sometimes I get myself into this trap <laughs> and I like like I can't like I got myself in that Jeffrey trap for a while and now I'm like in this POV trap right now but I love the POV trap I think it's amazing like the that girl like yeah. that whole series that's great I love it but I think that like not stressing out about TikTok too much I love that that's great yeah, yeah. and what is your prediction for 2021 fashion trends Ooh, great question um I, at the top of my head, I can't think of what will be in style because I can't think in the future, but I will say that so many things are going to go out of style because like the really, really fast, like the low rise jeans trend Mm -hmm. that's going to go. Like it it kind of has to go. I don't love it. Um, And then like people, like the fuzzy furry bags, I don't love them. I think they should go as well. Um, And then neon, I hate neon. So (laughs) these are all very like 90s trends. And I was shocked when they came back. I was like, I love the 90s trends. but Some of them are like, it's too 90s. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, those are all very 90s. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good riddance. Who would you want to be in your hype house? Ooh, in my hype house, I would love to have Audrey Peters. She's amazing. Noah Miller. Um, my friend Kamal. She's Meow Kayana on TikTok. She's great, just to name a few. Oh, and actress Beck. I am obsessed with her. If y'all have seen her, she's amazing. <laughs> amazing. What's the best thrift store in New York? My favorite thrift store is L Train Vintage in the East Village. It's great. I love it. What's your favorite TikTok trend? My favorite TikTok trend right now is anything with um, a Nicki Minaj or Megan Thee Stallion audio. And also my favorite trend is the walking in slow motion with like, with the song in the background. I think that's so fun. I love, I love and like the sped up songs so they don't get copyrighted. I think that's so funny when they're like, they're really high pitch. Love it. Love that. <laughs> what TikTok trend do you want to go away? Ooh, that's a great question. Because I get tired by a lot of a lot of these songs that they, that they choose to go viral are like very, very annoying. Yeah. I can't think of any right now. But like a lot of the songs I hate, but like a trend that I want to go away. Hmm. That's, that's hard. I don't really know. I can't think of anything. But I do. I do love. Wait, what did I say? I forget. I'm lost. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> These annoying songs are that's a good oh yes annoying yeah. songs yeah for sure but, and and the worst is when like you're reading the comments and so then the song is just on a loop in the oh, back gosh. I want to pause the video I've learned you know, to like, just I can't <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah what is your secret to being confident on TikTok. My secret is you cannot care what anybody thinks of you because if you realize that at the end of the day, no one really cares like what you do, like it's your life to live. I've noticed that people are a lot nicer to you when you act like very, very confident. Like if you act, if you act like insecure or like not confident on camera, then people are more likely to like bully you or leave hate comments. Like I rarely get hate comments ever because I act very confident on camera and I am very confident in real life. But that's my secret. Don't care what anybody thinks of you. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And it shines through. You're just genuinely you. And everyone loves you, including us. And we <laughs> really appreciate you coming on Too Old for TikTok, even though you're not too old for TikTok. <laughs> I will be eventually. I'm getting there. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. And tell us what you're working on and where listeners can find you. 
Um, I have, I, oh, I hate doing, I hate when people do this, but I'm going to do it. I have a very exciting project coming up. That's what all the influencers always say, but I actually do. It's coming out in the new year. You will see it. It's really fun. I actually can't talk about it because I signed a contract, huh? Um, oh but, uh, and then I uh, follow me on Instagram because no one follows me on there. It's really sad. I only have 6,000 followers compared to my TikTok following, which right. I would love an Instagram follow at Davis Burleson. Yes. And my TikTok is Davis Burleson too. I can't get that too taken away for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah it's funny like a lot we notice like a lot of millennials people our age are all on instagram so we like yeah. quickly started instagram to just be like pulling tiktok videos into instagram so that more people <laughs> our age could see them so yeah ho- hopefully people who follow us on instagram will soon follow you on instagram um <laughs> and yeah if you guys want to find us on instagram we are too old for tiktok pod number two number four we also have a blog too old for tiktok.com and we will post all the videos and creators that we spoke about on this episode so you can find them all there tiktok is notoriously difficult for finding content <laughs> so we put it all together in the blog where you can find everything And as always, if you enjoyed the podcast, rate, review, and subscribe. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And Um, I hope you can come back on to uh, talk about your secret project. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, thank you so much for joining. Bye, everybody.